0: you allow him to turn the corner mama there goes that man puts up the shot it's good Kyrie oh if you don't like that you don't like nba basketball oh boy welcome everyone to the first pick podcast your source for nba news related content thanks for listening welcome everyone back to a special episode of the first pick podcast The NBA draft just happened. I'm recording this literally as the 58th pick just finished, and I'm going to be giving you guys my immediate thoughts and what happened draft night. Now, obviously, you can't start draft night without your first top 10. I posted these top 10 picks via my Instagram and our Twitter The Instagram is at the underscore first pick pod. And you can even now find us on Twitter. The handle is capital T first pick pod. Follow us on Twitter. I try to, you know, put our NBA content to reach out more viewers to get more people to watch the show. So please hit that follow button on Twitter as well as Instagram. I will be linking those at the bottom of every Post that I make, and it's also going to be in the link tree in both bios. Now, without further ado, let's get to reacting to this draft. Spurs didn't surprise anyone. Victor Wembanyama going number one, tremendous talent. Love the fit there. We can quickly go over these. The Charlotte Hornets don't surprise everyone, but still surprise everyone. NBA Twitter was going absolutely insane because they took Brandon Miller out of Alabama. Now, I like Brandon Miller. I think he's he's a really good player. But I think the best player at that stage in that pick was Scoot Henderson, and I think they went fit. And anytime a team that high goes fit over talent, it usually doesn't end well. But we'll see. They seem happy with their selection. Their general manager, Mitch Kupchak, is really happy with the pick. So we'll see how he develops and how he does in summer league. At number three, the Portland Trailblazers took Scoot Henderson. Really liked that pick for them. Now we just got to see what develops with Dame and if he wants to stay on that timeline or something else happens with Anthony Simons, we'll just see. But I do potentially see the fit with School Henderson and Damian Lillard. Yes, they're both short, but they play polar opposite games, and I think that kind of works out for them. At four, Amen Thompson. Obviously, one of the Thompson twins went off the board here. He's not a good shooter, but he's a great facilitator, extremely athletic, slots right into that. Rockets young core, and I'll be talking about them later when I go over my winners and losers and some notable picks I saw throughout the draft. Number five, the Pistons took Amen Thompson's twin brother, a sword Thompson, a much better shooter than his brother, was actually one of the surprises. I never had him going this high. I think my high for him was six to the magic, but Pistons went in and grabbed him. I've had conversations with people, and I do think that he fits in with this system that they want to run. Uh two, six, seven plus guys with Cade and him together in a positionless basketball era, I think can be really nice. We just got to see if that shot is really real and if he can translate that over to the next level. Number six, Anthony Black. He was actually mocked there in my mock draft 1.0, which was my very first episode of the first pick podcast. But turns out I overthought it in mock draft 2.0. He always was going to the Magic. I really like this fit for them. I do think their backcourt is... Pretty crowded. They have Suggs, Black now, Markel, Cole Anthony, and I just think that maybe they trade one of them. It's been reported that the LA Lakers and other suitors have interest in Jalen Suggs. Maybe something of that can transpire, but... I I like the fit with Anthony Black going to the Magic. He's just a perfect facilitator for them. Great height. I really like that pick for them. Seven, a real shocker here too. Even though he's been climbing up draft boards, the Pacers made a trade with the Wizards. The Pacers selected Bilal Kulababi and sent his rights, as I mentioned, to the Wizards. Now, the Wizards move up a pick in this draft. They were slotted at eight. They move up to seventh, and they send two additional picks, second rounders to be exact. I don't... Unless the Pacers were set on taking Belong Kulababi, even if they had the seventh pick still, I don't see the reason why you you give up two second round picks unless you're for sure knowing that the Pacers will draft Bobby with the intent to keep him. But I like the player nonetheless. He's a project player and especially for a team like the Wizards who actually made a trade today trading For Jordan Poole and Patrick Baldwin Jr., and they gave out CP3. So they're going complete rebuild. They kind of got their backcourt of the future now with Tyus Jones and Jordan Poole. You slide in Bilal Kulababi there at the three. You got your first three positions set. I like this for the Wizards from a fit standpoint. I just think you probably could have gotten him at eight. The team that traded down was the Indiana Pacers, and they ended up with their guy, Jarese Walker. He was actually one of the guys I had going as high as fifth in this draft, but he falls here to eight, and it's fine. I think he's going to be a great fit in Indiana. I think he fits right into that power forward spot next to Miles Turner, and they're cooking up something really nice over there. The Utah Jazz, they drafted Taylor Hendricks, and in my first mock draft, I had him going there. It seems like I had all these guys going in the correct places in my first mock draft, and I overthought it, and I moved them around. But anyway, the Utah Jazz getting Taylor Hendricks here, just a, a glove fit, honestly. They they killed it. You have Taylor Hendricks, Laurie Markinen, and Walker Kessler, three of the best forwards, young and up-and-coming forwards in the league, and now you're starting a rebuild with them. And I actually like who they picked at 16 to. Number 10, the Dallas Mavericks, they actually had a great draft. The Dallas Mavericks made a trade with the Oklahoma City Thunder, essentially trading back to the 12th pick. So this 10th pick is not the Mavericks. It's actually the Oklahoma City Thunder. Oklahoma City got the draft rights to Kaysen Wallace. I really like this move. I feel like they didn't hit on Trey Mann. Obviously, it's a little too early to tell in his career if he's not going to hit. But Casey Wallace is for sure a guy whose floor is probably higher than Trey Mann's floor. but I mean, Cason Wallace, amazing defender, barring anything unusual happening. I think that he slots into that backup point guard slot immediately. I'm really excited to see what he does with the Thunder. Number 11, I have the magic reaching in this year's draft. They drafted Jed Howard here. Jed Howard was a guy that I had mocked in mock draft 1.0 at 17, and in mock 2.0, I had him going 21.0. Uh, The fact that he went here inside the top 14 is really surprising, but if you just go based off his metrics and his abilities, it's a no-brainer. He's a 6'7", 6'8", wing. He has a nice-looking shot. I like that for the Magic. Last time they went with the Michigan forward, they got Franz Wagner, and that ended up pretty good for them. So I'm going to just trust the Magic with this one, even though I do think it was a bit of a reach here. Number 12, as I mentioned, the Dallas Mavericks made this trade with Oklahoma. So the Mavericks got the draft rights too. Derek Lively, the second. I love this for Dallas. They got their backup center, their future starting center. And I think I had this even mocked for them in my mock draft. I have to go back and check real quick. But I, I, I love this pick for the Mavericks. I just think with the intent of keeping Kyrie and you have Luka, two guys that attract all the attention. And you get Derek Lively in there and he can just... Be in the dunker spot, set hard screens, block shots, athletic dude. I really like this pick for them. The Toronto Raptors getting Grady Dick. I mean, he's a good player. I like his shooting. That's kind of all he does. He's really sneakily athletic, as I mentioned. I just think the Raptors needed a point guard here with Fred Van Vliet entering free agency. Unless the Raptors do plan to run it back, which I don't think they really should. That team is literally in the middle of mediocrity no reason to run it back but i can see why they chose grady dick just because of the shooting that he provides and you worry about the shooting with pascal and scotty and you know good floor spacer pelicans this is a guy jordan hawkins extremely high for where he went but I really like the pick here they needed a guy that can come in and play a CJ McCollum-esque role but a way more efficient and can probably exceed CJ McCollum he's a guy that comes off screens cuts when he needs to great movement shooter I really love this pick for the Pelicans that rounds out the lottery aspect of this draft but I'm gonna just name off some guys that I think were picked pretty good where they went The Hawks, right outside the lottery at 15, they got Kobe Bufkin. Now, obviously, they have their backcourt of the future, but Kobe Bufkin is someone that, if he develops correctly, he can be a really, really good sixth man in this league, and I really like this fit for the Hawks. The Lakers draft Jalen hood Shafino, a guy that I always had pick 16 to the Jazz, but he ends up falling here to the Lakers at 17. I really like this fit for him. He's a guy that does a little bit of everything, and he can work his way into a rotation, and probably be the backup point guard from day one. The Warriors at 19 got Brandon Podetsky. The Blazers over here at pick 23 got Chris Murray. I really like this pick for them. They just a guy that can come in and win now. What direction they pick, it doesn't matter. Chris Murray fits. Another pick I really like. So that earlier trade that Dallas made to go back into the draft generated a trade exception for them, which is essentially they were able to take on a player with an exception, that exception I think was around 12 to 13 million. They used that in a trade with the Sacramento Kings, and they acquired Richwan Holmes and the rights to the 24th overall pick, which they got Olivier Maxence Prosper. For Dallas to walk out of here with those three players, tremendous get. Olivier Maxier Prosper is just an amazing player. He shot up draft boards. He played one game in the combine. And they shut him down because they knew he was going in the first round. Amazing talent. Another guy that I really like, Bryce Sensible to the Jazz. I really like this pick there. I think I mocked it in my mock 2.0. Really really like this pick for them. Just a scorer and can really get his bag whenever he really needs to. Going into the second round, some guys that I thought were going in the first round for sure, Leonard Miller, uh another great pick to the Spurs. He's reportedly being traded to the Timberwolves. As I mentioned, Leonard Miller, to me, is a Jared Vanderbilt, but has a way more potential on the offensive side. And I think the Timberwolves, who just traded away Jared Vanderbilt, get their Jared Vanderbilt right back in Leonard Miller. I really like this pick for them. Andre Jackson Jr. was traded to the Bucs, another guy that fits the Bucs tremendously well. The new CBA needs you to hit on these first and second round picks because they're going to be on cheap contracts. Andre Jackson Jr., tremendous value for the Bucs, can really help them. Maxwell Lewis at the 40th pick to the Los Angeles Lakers. I reported that trade on my Instagram. Make sure to follow that. Quick plug in. I love this pick for the Lakers. Maxwell Lewis, a prototypical wing. I think if he would have went to a big league college, he probably would have been talking top 20 pick. This guy is a 6'7, 6'8 wing, can shoot the three ball, three level score. I really love this pick for LA. Tristan Vujovic, another guy that I had as a second round steal, is just a tremendous talent. And the Wizards here, like I mentioned, they're just going for high upside. And Tristan Vujovic can really, really give that to them. City Sissoko, a guy that really, really fell. I really like this. He went 44th to the Spurs. I really like that fit. The Spurs are in a developmental period, but still want to compete. City Sissoko went to the G League Ignite. He kind of does that and allows you to become a competitive team while still developing talent. The Grizzlies do what they do best, can take guys and develop them. Gregory Jackson II, I had him mocked in my first round. Then I had him going in the second, and here in the second he went. The Grizzlies right now, they just traded for Marcus Smart. I think Marcus Smart's going to put those guys in check. Obviously, the Memphis Grizzlies, we love when they're winning games and they're talking their stuff, but at times it comes off as a little too much. Marcus Smart can come in there, be the veteran that I think he can be, Gregory Jackson, there's been reports of him not doing good in workouts, not having a good attitude and such. I feel like going into a system like that where he can just develop and become the best version of himself is just gonna do wonders for him. The Cavaliers at 49 took Imani Bates. And for some reason, me and everyone on NBA Twitter just thought that Imani Bates is just someone that always should end up on the Cavs here at 49. I think that the Cavs just need to strike gold with this and if they can perfect, Demani Bates, as I mentioned on the previous episode that came out yesterday, he takes bad shots. He's not really the best player, but when the shots are falling, he looks phenomenal, and I really like this pick. If all goes well for them, all right. So I went over some highlight picks, some, um, and obviously everyone that went one through fourteen, which is the lottery. My winners of today's NBA draft, obviously, is too early to tell. There's still some undrafted rookies I need to sign. We still got to see summer league, see how they pan out. But my winner so far, Houston. Cam Whitmore went from a potential top seven pick, and he got picked at 20th. There's been reports of his medical, something wrong with just him not doing good in interviews and such. I just think that once you're at that late in the draft, you take just the best player available, and that's Cam Whitmore. The Houston Rockets struck gold. They get their point guard, a man Thompson. And then they get the guy who they were contemplating of getting at four in Cam Whitmore. At 20, tremendous value. Houston, A-plus draft already. I really love this pick for them. The Dallas Mavericks also, as I mentioned, I think if you play back this episode, you can just hear how I just really loved how the Jazz did in their draft. They just they got two centers in Derek Lively and Rich Juan Holmes that I think can really leave their mark on this team two defensive specialists richwan holmes a couple years ago was a double double guy that's why he earned that contract of 13 million he was just putting up numbers and it was looking really good and the fact that they ended up with olivier Maxence prosper i just think that's a perfect fit for them at the four they essentially got their dorian finney smith replacement i really like this draft for the dallas mavericks a plus for them too the utah jazz I don't know if this is because I think they had a great draft or I just really like Taylor Hendricks' game. Taylor Hendricks and they got Keontae George with their 16th pick. Another guy that they can really just score in bunches with. Oh, and did I mention they also got Bryce Sensabal. They got three really, really good first-round talent. Bryce Sensabal probably was picked a little low. I could have seen him going as high as 20. I think they just did a phenomenal job in their draft. Now, obviously, with some winners, you got some some losers. Losers do include the Orlando Magic selecting Jed Howard at 11th. I do think if they really wanted Jet, they could have traded down in the draft to get Jet. I don't think they needed to use an 11th overall pick on them. Do I think Jet will pan out to be a good NBA player? Yes, I do, because I think this draft is extremely deep. But I do think wasting an 11th overall pick on a guy like Jet is probably not the best thing to do. The Wizards also with Balakula Babi. Now, Bilal Bobby is a great, tremendous player. He's one of the youngest players in the draft. He has tremendous two-way potential. My only thing is you picked them way early and you gave up two second-round picks. Now, unless the Pacers, as I mentioned previously in this episode, were saying we're drafting Balakula Bobby and we're going to keep him with the intent. If you did not get that impression and you still felt the need to give up two second-round picks... That's not what we're doing. That That's really bad. That's bad asset management, especially because you didn't get that good of returns for Bradley Beal and for Kristaps Porzingis. Yes, you shook gold with the Jordan Poole trade. Amazing trade for them. We're going to be talking about trades and rumors in my next episode after free agency and the rumor mill. But I just think that obviously great player in Bilal, but I just think they managed that situation just a little wizardly, if that makes sense, just because of how they've been operating with trades. One of my last losers, and I don't want to call them losers, but just someone that I also think could have traded down, Detroit with Asor Thompson. Asor Thompson is actually one of my favorite players in this draft. I really like Asura Thompson's game. He's a great shooter. He's a great off-ball player. He has defensive instincts that not a lot of other players in this draft class have, but I just think the fit is really, really weird. Obviously, as I mentioned, we're in a positionless age of basketball where players, as long as you're six seven, can play at almost any position. I just think that you question the fit, especially with how far Cam went fell. Maybe you could have traded down if you knew that no one was going to select him. Just something like that. Anyway, since the draft just ended, we're going to be getting a lot of undrafted free agents and two-way guys signing here and there. So I will be updating you guys on the next episode, which will be coming out Monday here on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and YouTube. Just remember, though, follow us on Instagram and on Twitter. The Instagram handle is at the underscore first pick pod. And the Twitter handle is capital T first pick pod. If you can't find it, the Twitter, just go to the Instagram, click the link tree, and the link to the Twitter will be there. Hope you guys really did appreciate this. Obviously, the draft just happened, so this is somewhat rushed, but I wanted to give you guys my initial thoughts. And maybe once all the dust settles and we see them playing Summer League and all this, we'll get a better idea of who was the real winners and losers of the draft. Anyway, I want to thank you guys for liking the content, being interactive with my polls. I really do appreciate you guys. And remember, share this podcast with a friend and give it a five stars wherever you're listening to, whether that is Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, or YouTube. So thank you guys so much for hearing me out. Peace.